0: Hi, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I'm your host, Abigail Gazda. We can go ahead and jump in and get started. And I just want to start by welcoming everybody to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are celebrating people living their heart unleashed and inspiring you to do the same. I have a very special guest that I am honored. I am meeting him for the first time. However, I've been working and collaborating with his company, Conscious Eek, for just about nine months now. And so it's truly, I got to like be cheesy in a way that it's kind of a life peak moment for me to get to meet you and interview you for this podcast and share you with my audience, because I hold you and your company so dear to my heart. And, And my research before getting to talk to you, I found out what you're up to in the world, so I can't wait to share. But Frank Giada is uh, on a mission to really raise consciousness around the world in a fun and lighthearted and sometimes even quirky way, starting with himself. So he's completely dedicated to creating innovative tools and support to really wake people up live consciously and enthusiastically live a life that they love and create it for themselves. And so he's really um, on that mission and spreading consciousness, spreading joy, spreading love. And so he is the founder of Blississippi Bliss and Conscious Inc. and Human Angels, free in one, two, three, Everybody Has a Buddha Belly, Acknowledges Power, My Naked Guru, and My Naked Guru e-card. So Frank, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. And just based on that list, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, let's start this up.
1: Well, first of all, thank you for that generous uh, introduction. Uh, (laughs) Pleasure to be here. It's been great, great hearing about you through the company and I appreciate your support and your enthusiasm as we're getting to experience here live, um, but also through emails um, and things, it definitely popped through. So thank you.
0: Thanks. Thank you. You know, it's kind of interesting because in a virtual world where, especially as business owners and you're moving about 100 miles a minute, sometimes email is really that only way. And uh, thanks for acknowledging the energy coming through because that's what we're up to around here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it really does come through. And so, um, and I really do appreciate it. You know, I think, again, just starting with where we're at, even though I know you asked me a question about what I'm up to, it's really about these kinds of things where, you know, discovering something in the moment and, you know, and kind of going with it, you know, this, this idea of enthusiasm and the importance of that and how much, at least for myself, how much I appreciate that, right? Because in that enthusiasm, says so much obviously there's passion in there there's respect there's honor there's a lot that goes into that so that might be something and you know it's just kind of funny how how things happen and the topics that come up but that's one thing i think that wanted to be expressed right away
0: yeah wonderful i appreciate that and what do you think enthusiasm because you know you're a business owner and you're up to multiple things what uh you know, I, I kind of have started to believe that enthusiasm is pretty much a mandatory, like it's part of who we are and really pushes us to achieve what we're up to. And so how does enthusiasm play a role in all of what you're up to?
1: That's a great question. And I think for the most part, I mean, I think there's people that are just plainly enthusiastic about everything, which is, <laughs> However, I think we enthusiasm without dissecting the word, but um, it definitely is a reflection of the of something that we're enjoying, mm-hmm. or we're passionate about. So what I feel fortunate to have fostered in my life and work is is working on things that I'm enthusiastic about.
0: Yes. It's
1: not even um it's not like a conscious choice necessarily, which it can be if someone's like, gosh, I want to be more enthusiastic and you can go for that. Really it's an outcropping of doing things and work that I love and working with people that I enjoy. So enthusiasm is, is, is a, you know, a side benefit. So, yeah, I think that is a reflection. I think people, if they're doing things that they really are enjoying and loving. It kind of makes sense that they'd be naturally enthusiastic. So if we're not, you know, and I think even, I think we can tell, right? Even like, when, when might I not be enthusiastic and let that be kind of some learning. Hmm, well, what, what about that that maybe that's not something I should be delving into or maybe Mm -hmm. delegate that. Maybe somebody else is enthusiastic about that. Mm -hmm. So we can really learn even Mm. about that.
0: I love what you're sharing here. And, you know, in getting ready for this interview, I had read, you, you mentioned something that you gave up and because, you know, part of my message comes from my, my book, giving up, giving up. And I asked like, what did you give up in order to like have the life that you have? And you mentioned I gave up not putting like the 100% energy into things like being more focused. And it sounds like if you're focused on what you love, what inspires you, what the impact that you want to be having, that enthusiasm isn't the thing. It's a result of the thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's in my case. I'm sure you can make an argument, right? Because you can, if you approach life with enthusiasm, well, that can also uncover it from the other way. It's kind of um, reverse- engineering or whatever either way but for me yes I, I think what i've noticed for for me is you know with bliss mississippi for instance and other people have talked about this um with regard to following your bliss right and letting that guide you um you know and what i talk about when i talk about following your bliss um you know sometimes people can get cynical it's like well that's all fine and dandy but you know, I've got real life to deal with and I've got work to do, you know, whatever the thing is. And I completely understand that. However, my experiences with bliss is that it's actually the most practical, most efficient, most effective thing that we can do. Now, why? Um Let's bring in some heavy hitters. You know, you're listening to me. It's like, what is this guy now? You know, he's like, you,
0: know you keep going. I hear you loud and clear.
1: <laughs> but, you know, the audience might be going, well, that sounds all kind of like new agey or whatever. So let's yeah. bring in Einstein. You know, like, let's bring some hard hitters, scientific hard hitters here. So Einstein says a problem can't be solved in the same state of consciousness that it was created. So this is from Einstein. if we really think about what he's saying there, we have to change our, our energy if we continue to approach a problem, as he's saying, in the same way that it was created, we're never going to get anywhere. So what, what people experience a lot of time is like, well, I've got to work on this harder, 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 <laughs> right?
0: Yes. Yes. That is my game.
1: <laughs> but Einstein tells us something very important here. He's, he's wise enough to know to solve that problem. First, we have to elevate ourselves mm-hmm. you know, the energy that we're holding. And so, again, back to this idea of of feeling good and following our bliss, well, that's one way to raise your energy. So if you want to be efficient and effective in solving a problem, do something that is blissful to yourself, that makes you feel better. And um, self-love, for instance, is another ingredient to really, you know, these practicality, efficiency, effectiveness. And usually you don't see those things going together you know, people, oh, I don't have time for that. Or like, that's not going to get me where I'm going. And I'm here to say, that's the fastest route to
0: yeah. where you want to go. Amen. And I really, um, I grew up an athlete. I would play college basketball. So I knew hard work. So you were speaking straight to my soul. There is like, and you're, the, it feels like like banging your head on the same wall. And it's like, this isn't working. This isn't working. And to really release the grip, that we have on it going a certain way. I like to really draw the line between expectations and commitments. Mm. Like, right. We have this like vision of the way things are going to go. And I want to baseline this for any listener, for you and us It's like, we have all had this commitment to love and be loved. Right. Like very, that's very foundational. And then we have all these expectations set up about how that looks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a mate. I'm going to get you know a partner or like my parents will love me. I'll have children and I'll love them. People get animals. And so we have it looking a certain way. And if it doesn't end up that way, we say some conversation about I failed, I'm a failure, you know, however that inner critic begins to kind of chatter, but really the commitment stands to love and be loved. And if we just, release the hard work we think that is, and we just start going down that path and blissfully, right? Like we can just follow the bliss. Like it creates this clarity where it's like, ah, love is actually everywhere. And I've let go of it showing up in a partner or a certain specific way. And you can just have love all the time. Like with a grocery store clerk, you can have it in in, by meeting someone or a colleague, you know, and you can create that. And so following your bliss seems so counterintuitive and yet it creates that clarity. And that I like the word flow. Like when you say bliss, I hear a lot of like flow in that. Yes. And so, yeah.
1: I love what you just said because it is really the discernment between commitment and, and results. Like you're saying, expectations or outcomes and, and it's knowing the difference, you know, we, we, we don't know how necessarily an outcome will, will happen. We don't have control specifically over that or any control over that. You have control over is what you're saying is we do have control over our commitments and what we're willing to do or not do. And so that's one, it's a very important distinction because if we understand the difference of where we're putting our energy. So I have no control. Like you're saying, who's going to love me or who's not. However, Mm -hmm. I have a choice if I have a commitment to be loving, nobody can. That's my commitment, right? Nobody yeah. can get in the way of that. I have full control over the outcome of how I choose to show up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so when we when we understand those the, the difference between those two, right? Because otherwise, if we're always looking at the outcome, we're you know we're, we're going to be in yes. trouble. So. That is just a huge lesson right there. I'm glad that you brought that up, is, is just, again, focusing on what we have control over and letting go of what we don't.
0: Yeah. Um, taking a look at that, what, for you, because you really, truly are up to a lot, and so I'm interested for you to ha- like to have you take a look in this context, what are you committed to?
1: That's a great question. Um, I'm committed to projects that really are fun for me. Yeah. It's really getting into an art of that and, and letting go. Like, I mean, there's still some things that I, you know, that I discover, it's like, Hmm, this back to this, like, how am I noticing feeling doing this, um, task for instance? Right. So it's really about tuning in and noticing, wow, does this, do I feel energized when I'm doing this task or is it bringing me down? And then it's having the choice of, well, what do I do about this? And this is about then keeping an open mind. And I think if you elevate your energy, you will be more open to solutions magically appearing. So we do have to kind of, that's that back to Einstein, you know, it's like raising your, because you might be really frustrated. It's like, oh, nobody's here to do this and I've got to do it. So if you hear that energy right now that I'm sharing, <laughs> what it does is it, it keeps solution. It's like, there's no solution possible. How could there be? Yeah. <laughs> right? But if you kind of um, raise your energy to the point of that, you can actually like wonder about, huh, how could a solution show up here? Oftentimes they they very well do happen magically. So um, I don't know how we got on that topic, but (laughs) I thought that was an important point to make.
0: Yes. Well, and I want to totally accentuate that, I guess, to say because we can't see the forest from the trees. And so if we are in it, and we're frustrated, like, or a corn maze. I'm from Indiana, so I like the corn maze analogy, but when have you have ever been lost in a corn maze, you, you, it's, you know, it's like at least a mile by a mile or whatever. And, and it's, it's Halloween time. So there's spooky things happening in your mind. And then you don't, you jump into a corn maze voluntarily. And when you get caught in there, all of a sudden this like claustrophobic experience starts to happen. Cause you, you can't gauge where you are. And you're just like, again, it's exactly the Einstein quote is like, you just can't take yourself out of that mind space and freaking out begins to happen. And so um, I just love it because you can shift it in an instant to really get your wits about you start to ground yourself. Like this is temporary. This is something that can be overcome. I, I know where I am and like what's happening and I can like either resolve it or fix it or solve it. You had mentioned though, Entering from that problem-solving to the world of curiosity. What is there to be discovered here? You know, I really uh, believe in there are no, like, problems. There are opportunities to expand our capacity for stuff, right?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And so just getting curious about what's next or what is there to learn. That's my favorite question when I'm really frustrated. What am I supposed to be learning here?
1: I think, I think that is a powerful shift right it's, it's something we can if we're noticing ourselves being frustrated in a place that doesn't feel good right like we're stressed out or and that's a brilliant question and, and also just taking a breath as i just did just now is you know if you're finding yourself and i think that goes back to really being able to tune in right if you're finding yourself stressed taking a breath for instance yes that will already start reversing those negative effects because what we do when we get scared or go in survival mode, we, we shut down our breathing. And there's some things, some mechanisms that happen when we're in survival mode that can be very challenging to get out of. But if you have some tools and like the one that you're mentioning there, which is what is there to learn here? And so if you practice, you know, if you kind of have some tools or some, some things that resonate for you, because I use that one a lot as well. It's like, And you just practice it. And you might not catch it the first time something goes wrong, but you will when you will. And if you ask that question, well, what is there to learn from here? Boy, that opens up a lot of things as opposed to just being in it. You're not learning anything in that position. And it just spirals downward, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, what, like, can you recall a moment in growing any of your businesses? Like, where you really like saw that opportunity. Cause I'd love for our listeners to there. A lot of our listeners are listening because they have these dreams and yet there's, there's stuff, some stuff in the way or they're really growing and you're, you're where a lot of us want to be, you know, you've been rocking it and you're just inspiring people, inspiring the world. And so what's a lesson for our listeners about what is going to learn here?
1: <laughs> well, what I love about that question is what I kind of heard and part of that question is like, does is stuff go wrong mm-hmm. all the time? Yes. <laughs> you know, they say all the wrong. So, so it's a constant facing of mm-hmm. stuff that goes on. And, and so, I've learned a lot with in, in the business world because it's not like a thing like you're old, you'll be done. And I think that's with life, right? Well, once I learn this, I'm done. I don't have to worry about anything. Once I make uh, X amount of money, I don't have to. None of that's true.
0: Yes. BS. <laughs>
1: Well, running a successful business is exactly the same way. There are constant things happening all the time that need to be faced and addressed. Now, again, we have the, how do we choose to respond to those? You know, yeah. and if we have this practice that we kind of go, Oh, and we're kind of knowing that this is part of, I think that's an important thing. This is part of the, the process. or the part of success, if you will, is facing and moving through these challenges that come up. Mm-hmm. So it's not a void of them. It's, it's, it's really how to respond to them mm-hmm. and, and and to know like that you can get through it's things that we kind of hear about life that, you know, you can get through, like keep going. You yeah. get in sports, right? I mean, you get knocked down. Yep. What do you do? Just stay down there? No, you get back up. Oh, yes. right? You learn every time if you're in a tournament or in a game, you know? So I think it's, I think, but just having that understanding that that is what happ- That is what it's about. Yes. It, you know, it, it is about getting knocked down and getting back up again, facing something that you're thinking that you're not going to be able to get out of, and you do. Yes. And so I think that's, I think more importantly is is knowing what tools and how do you deal with those things that come up so that you can get through it mm-hmm. without a lot of bumps and bruises. And even, quite frankly, joyfully, you can have fun with it. I mean, yeah. sometimes what happens a lot with these things is I laugh almost constantly <laughs> at things that go wrong <laughs> yes. pretty soon. I mean, there's times when I'm, you know, get bumped, bumped and bruised, but, but for the most part, laughter is right there, quicker yeah. and quicker. And this is one thing I've noticed with making shifts. In the beginning, it might take a year before like you have that connection and, and make a shift. And then you, you just keep committed to it. Then it's six months and it's a month and it's two days. Then it's, it's almost simultaneously for the most part for me now that I catch myself if I get a thing and like laughter ensues almost mm. immediately, yeah. but it's taken some time to get to that place.
0: Yeah. Oh man, there's so many bits of gold in there and what you shared uh, a couple different things that popped up. But the last thing you said, what talked about is something I, I love to share with our audience is the rebound rate. Like, yes. When stuff happens, how long is it going to really take you to recover, bounce back, and laugh about it?
1: I love that.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny because this, this podcast is for, like, a lot, largely for business owners and people up to a project, a cause. However, that's life, right? Like, when something goes wrong, how, how quick can you find the lesson, laugh, and learn, and get back to love, you know?
1: That's one of my, so back to what, one of your favorite things was, what can I learn from this? One of my other favorite responses to things that may seemingly like go wrong or off is what good can come of this? Yes. That's, that one's one of my favorite because, you know, eventually, right. We, we, we kind of like, Oh wow. I I can see back. Mm -hmm. That was really helpful. Whether it's losing that job or whatever the situation is, if we're willing to, um, be curious about you know yeah. what's really happening, but what good can come of this is a great way to shift the energy of something that goes that could have gone bad because then it gets you thinking of like hmm, did I really wow, what good can come of this mm. Did I really want that? what other opportunity might be around the corner and it goes back to Einstein again because now my state of being has is raised as opposed to if I got angry mm. and, and I, I have ways to deal with. So it's not about never feeling anger. I can get back to that in a moment, but, um, we can spiral downward or we can spiral upward. Yes. Even if you're heading down, like something that seemingly, you know, pretty tragically happens or something that's really rough to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, we can, if you know, we can, we can go down <laughs> with the ship or we can <laughs> shift our energy. And that's where magic happens. Like, Whoa, that new things will literally materialize out of the air because that's how everything materializes. It's really, what do we prefer? Would we prefer something materializing that would be really fun and awesome? Or do we, are we stuck and are we wanting to stay stuck? Yeah. Curiosity is a great way to help that happen.
0: Well, and you know, it's kind of funny. I love how conversations come full circle. It's back to expectation and commitment. Like if it didn't go your way, that doesn't mean it didn't go your way. <laughs> like that you're still committed to the whatever business you started or whatever it is. And like I love you keep saying fly, find your your bliss right? And a lot of for me, it's about joy. It's like finding your joy, and that I heard it in um, Christie Wright's business boutique it's a it's a book and it's it, it's kind of geared towards women entrepreneurs and all of that. but she had this she shared about a friend, and she said, I started a business doing what I love so that I had a reason to talk about what I love all day. Mm. Like, duh. And so if like a certain little project doesn't go your way or it doesn't work out with a client or a a contract falls through, your commitment never goes away and you're still in your joy about it.
1: I think that's great. I mean, I think you cannot overemphasize the importance of of our commitments and again that, those are the things that we have control over and we don't have control over the outcomes ironically though right paradoxically when we stick with the commitments that are important to us and the match the values that we have and all that well what that creates really beautiful outcomes and and also back to you know following your bliss like a lot of people might think well again that's naive like you know um there's rough things in the world, and you have to deal with all these things. Now, here's what I say to that, again, back to you will be in a better state. The the better you feel, the better state you're in, the more ability you have, capability to deal with issues that come up. The other thing that I want to mention about when you're on the road to joy or bliss or whatever, is that it's going to bring up your own, you know, patterns, self-defeating patterns and issues. So I talk about in Mississippi, and it's really two steps um, with regard to that, you know, following your bliss, what you're passionate about basically. And facing so a lot of people's like, oh, then it's about denial. Like it's you're like that. I'm making up making it up. I'm always happy and all this. But it's about facing what comes up along your path. And trust me, you'll have your stuff come up yeah. as you're on that path. And then you'll have the ability, the choice to face that and deal with it. Whatever, whatever emotions that may come up, there may be sadness, there may be fear, there may be anger. And that's perfectly fine. So what I find is again, you just face those feelings, get curious about them, you know, get to the root of them, have compassion for you know those patterns in your life that may have brought a lot of sorrow. Yeah. And, and then that's a way to transcend those and transmute them and actually heal from them. So, so those things are going to come up as well. So it's not, you know what I mean? It's, it's, that's part of that bliss path is facing your own um, issues. So it's not about denial at all. If anything, it's about um, proactively facing them. Cause you know, the more that you face those and heal and let go of that, the more bliss that you'll have for yourself and others.
0: Frank, thank you for bringing that message to our listeners, because I mean, first off, it's just so profound. And I think a lot of people are stopped by that over positive persona. Yes. And so it's like this turnoff because they haven't gotten to experience that journey yet. However, I really want people to, like, I I do a lot of work with people getting to experience all of it. And if you sign up for a full life, you sign up for a full range of emotions. And so you only get to experience bliss as willing as you are to experience the anger or sadness.
1: For sure. So I am a full welcomer, inviter, (laughs) acceptor, I don't know how well my English is, and (laughs) acknowledger of all feelings, emotions that come up. So there's no bad feelings. Yeah. Um, and I know that sometimes people get kind of confused by this because it's like, well, no, I just, I'm just going to be po- you know, positive is better. Or he's talking about bliss. So I've got to be happy all the time. Um, no, it's not about that. It's about the full acceptance of your totality. Mm. And that includes every aspect of mm. you and what you experience. Now here the, here's the paradox again. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, when you do that, that's a blissful experience. Yes, yes. So there's, it's, there's no. Uh, when I talk about this, all roads lead to Mississippi. Yeah, and that means the road from anger, yes. sadness, fear, whatever it is. If you're willing, and I talk about this in acknowledges of power. If you're uh, acknowledges power, if you're willing to be with yourself through those emotions, I will guarantee you you will end up in a place of, of loving joy that will bring you to tears. Yeah. So, you can't go wrong is what I'm saying too. <laughs> well, gosh, you know, somebody might be thinking, well, you know, I'm really miserable. Mm. I us say, fantastic. Um, because we can get there from being miserable. The power of, and this is what I talk about, acknowledge is power there's so many magical things happen with the sheer process of, of acknowledging what is true within you. Yeah. Acknowledge the truth within you. You are, that is a loving, that's an unconditional loving act. And in the presence of unconditional loving magic happens, healing happens. Um, so, so there, that's one thing, hopefully if people understand is actually don't push away emotions that come up. Um, Or, you know, you might have um, ideas about certain emotions that are bad or whatever. Be with yourself as you experience those and allow them. Now, it can be really scary for sure um, to do that. And and because it's so scary, and I can get into why it's so scary, but um, no, it's like a storm, right? We've probably heard this metaphor before. It's like... A storm comes and it passes through, right? But here, here we are as humans. We get so scared of the storm of emotions, right? What do we do? Uh oh. We we peek in and we go, well, I'm the hell out of here. And what does that storm do? It stays there. And so we keep on bumping into it, leaving, bumping into it, leaving. Oh my goodness! No wonder we, we get freaked out. As opposed to literally, it would only sometimes it takes seconds, definitely just minutes. If we're able to be with our feelings for. Minutes. Breathe through them. Stay with ourselves. That storm will move through. When that happens, you've literally and literally cleared out some old wounds, and 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 you can, you're out, you're back to the you know you're onto a healing process to it. So that's one thing I highly recommend um, to to do that and learn more about it if you're curious on it.
0: Yes, I. I love, like, thanks for bringing that up. And it, that's, you know, it sounds like Bliss Mississippi has, that's a whole conversation to be a part of. And I don't do this very often, but I'm going to tell our listeners to get their pens out because I do the work with my clients or in my group coaching, there's four steps to what you just shared. Mm. it And, and I love, before I even jump into those four steps while people are still grabbing pens is like, um, we what you resist persists. And you're talking about that storm just sitting there waiting for you. I like to call it walk through the fire. You it walk through the storm, let it pass. It passes every time. No one ever stays sad. No one ever stays angry or happy. Like it goes. So, anyways, the four steps is notice. Notice what the heck is going on with you. I have a feeling, right? And so, and then the next step is acknowledge. Exactly what you were talking about. So notice it's happening in your body, which by the way, guys, excitement is the same as anger is the same as joy. Your heart palpitates. You start to sweat a little, you get excited. And so like, it's all the same bodily function. Our mind calls it something different. So notice, then acknowledge. So you can acknowledge by speaking out loud or with yourself, then stop. Like, Stop long enough to have the experience mm. and then redirect. Now, the redirect one I like to be really responsible with because that doesn't mean, like we were talking about with Bliss, Mississippi, is like just shut it off. It means empower yourself. Redirect in a positive direction. Is that get on the phone with a friend? Is that journal? Is that meditate? What is that for you? Because when you stop in that and you sit through the storm and you feel your feelings, it will dissipate. Mm-hmm. And if you allow it to dissipate, then it's time to take your power back and get back into like inspired action. So like, Frank, thanks for triggering that conversation. It's one of my favorites to do with people. And, and it sounds like you're up to a lot of that work in Bliss, Mississippi as well.
1: hundred percent. I mean, that's, that's one of the main factors in my coaching that when I coach people um, with that. And the one thing I would like to also instill in, yeah. in others is, is to have compassion for your, so some people might go, well, I can't do that. And then they, then they go down the spiral of, well, then what's wrong with me? I'm a failure. Um, I'm broken, whatever it is. So let me tell people, um, it's completely normal and it makes perfect sense that we would be so scared of feeling those feelings. So, you know, there's this idea of like, oh, it should be, I want to tell people that, their system, their bodies are trying to keep them alive by not facing those feelings. And the reason for that is, you know, whenever these wounds happen in our, typically in childhood, it gets wired with our survival. So our brain, our reptilian brain, which is a very black and white that wants to keep us alive, it knows subconsciously that facing those feelings is actually wired with our demise. Is our death. So I actually enlighten people in saying, no, your fear of those feelings is probably not even, you're probably not even accurately describing actually how challenging and how scared you might be. And it's completely normal. So being aware that that is normal and <laughs> there's a reason for it, and God bless your reptilian brain to try to keep you alive. Your brain is trying to keep you alive. And that's why it's resisting facing those. Now, the, again, What we know now is what kept us alive and also to even have appreciation for those issues, personas, and challenges that are causing us a lot of heartache today. Because at a certain point, we learned those because uh, as a survival mechanism. Mm -hmm. Um, But so now we have to have the discernment. At that point, it kept us alive and it served the purpose. And we may even have have a moment of acknowledging and was like, wow, that really saved my butt. Whatever, you know, whether it's not speaking up, whether it's hiding, or whatever the thing is that we're trying to face now, it yeah. kept our butts alive. At least it felt like that as a child, right? Yeah. Today, though, it's causing us a lot of heartache. And, and so now we have to retrain ourselves in saying things like, I mean, literally, we may feel like we will die or explode by facing these things. So, so we have to breathe through it. I also invite a lot of compassion and, and also being gentle with yourself. You might only get like an inch, you know, you might only have a second of just before you freak out. No big deal. Take a breath, just like learning, you know, sports or you know, if you're an athlete, you get so the next day and take, you know, be gentle to yourself. Again, how we treat ourselves during this process is a part of the process. Yeah. So I invite a lot of gentleness and compassion as you were doing it. The next day, maybe you can do two seconds and three seconds and you'll get better and better. But just know you're doing it perfectly. There's nothing wrong with you. You're actually brilliant. Your body's trying to keep you alive. So understand that.
0: Thank you for normalizing this work. I I, I hope our listeners realize like all the the juice in here, which I'm sure they do, but you, you are bringing it. And that is the work. And thanks for like emphasizing the compassion for our humanity all we're doing is surviving <laughs> and by like by the way of Bliss, Mississippi, you can be thriving like yes. i'd love you know i'm going to begin to like start to wrap it up but like can i want to ask a question about like ex- describe your world of Bliss, Mississippi where like and i want to tie in with you i totally want to jump on your transformation train like a world of hearts unleashed like what do you see possible oh my with goodness. all these people
1: well, so, yeah, boy, that's going to be a, another conversation. But yeah. you know, on my website of Conscious Inc., the first main thing that you read, to transform our world, we must first transform ourselves. Yes. You've heard this, right, with, with Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world, etc. But literally, that is the way and the only way. So so because, right, if we're all doing this work that you're talking about, that you're putting out in the world, you know, connecting your heart, being heart centered. If right, if we all, did, what, what is there to resolve? There's nothing to resolve, right? Yes. <laughs> so there's nothing. There's nothing else to focus on. And in, 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 from my experience, we have plenty right in front of us. Mm-hmm. Like, do you need more to look outside of ourselves? Really? Yeah. We yeah. got plenty. So as we address, as we heal ourselves, we heal the world. I mean, it's as simple as that. So mm-hmm. that's what. I mean, that's a, that's a, you know, heaven on earth experience, you know, it's a Mississippi everywhere experience, which is more than it's more than possible. It's exactly what is available. Yes. So, yeah. I hope that answers your question. Oh my God. It's beautiful.
0: Well, and that, that there's, um, like, I see what you, or I heard a specific thing. And what you said was we don't have to actually solve any problems, <laughs> To just live unleashed and like spread joy. Like there's no room for anger and hate and blame. No, because
1: once (laughs) we clear, you know, once we heal those wounds within us, as we talked about, we just talked about how to do it. Mm. Then this is a natural, like our natural state is one of joy and bliss. That's our natural state. Yes. Completely like move, being moved to tears state, like all the time. Yes. And so if we're not feeling that way, well, the, all it means is that there's some, some things that want to be released and let go of. I guarantee you, back to what we talked about before, if you're able to be with yourself through these feelings and being compassionate and loving with, with yourself as you're doing it, you will be moved to tears. I, I don't, it's, not, it's, it's impossible not to.
0: Yes. So,
1: um, so it's, that's the other thing to, to remember. This work itself is joyful and moving the actual work, it's the same as the outcome in and of itself. So there's no losing there. That's, that's what's available for all of us.
0: Yes. Yes. And um, just to really wrap up what you said there is, there is no losing. Like this world can exist as a win-win. For sure. All over the place. It's so beautiful. And um, I have one more question for you and it's really like, Uh, So I discovered Conscious Ink Tattoos uh, shortly before my book release and I started messaging Erin. I absolutely love her. She's a joy. Her enthusiasm just blows through emails as well. And so she sent over some Conscious Ink Tattoos for the book release and I started sharing them with people and they were loving them. My favorite one is the This Too Shall Pass. Mm -hmm. I already have it on my ankle and I got another one from Conscious Ink so I plastered them everywhere and so i just want to ask what is your favorite conscious ink tattoo
1: oh man
0: you know it kind
1: of ebbs and flows like right what we're talking about it's like whatever is we're focusing on and so i'll tell you some of my current favorites but i go through a lot of them and um it goes back to you know these are just supportive tools like whatever people resonate with i invite them to pursue you know like the tattoo's great because we might forget to breathe when we get stressed, and it says breathe. <laughs> yeah! You know, or, or, like, if you have a hard time with knowing what you're feeling, there's a tattoo that says, what are you feeling right now? And so <sighs> those prompts really help us because to make shifts is, is catching us when we're off guard. You yeah, know, that's when we can really make a choice and say, okay, or get curious or whatever. We have curiosity. Um, some of my f- favorites, um, you know, so what good can come of this is one that I love and is constantly in, in my mindset right now. The other one, too, that I also just love, which is remember who you really are.
0: Hmm.
1: Because that is like like the cure-all, you know, because we might be having this experience as a human and it could be super challenging, whatever the emotion is. But, you know, take a breath and remember who you really are. Mm. And so again, like you're saying, this is these are just waves of emotion that will pass, but who are you really? And when we f- come from that place, we can remember that and also foster um, a life that is reflective of the truth of who we are. Mm. So that one's an important, really simple message is like, you see that, okay, I'm getting caught up in some, you know, what, and not to belittle it because human challenges are challenging. Um, but when we have that other perspective of like, Okay, what am I, you know, from the place of what am I doing here on earth? And what is this really about? Well, when you come from that perspective, these other things, they can't um, puncture the truth of, of who we are. So that reminder is really powerful.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, the middle school version of me wants to absolutely thank you a hundred times for turning a business out of conscious ink where I would have tattoos all over my body if it weren't for conscious ink, because I remember writing with ink pen. What are you thinking right now? Or like checking in with yourself, a note in the middle of your hand and like conscious ink does that. And I love that you said it changes with what you're up to and what you're committed to and what you're causing so beautiful. So guys, if you have not checked out Conscious Inc. or Blississippi, please go do so. Uh, Frank is up to some amazing things. And uh, it's gosh, I have so many words that can't come out fast enough. But Frank, I just want to acknowledge you because you are bliss. You are positive impact and you really brought a sense of peace and calm. And so I know you've done the work of going through the storm because who you are is like free and clear of that. And not to say you don't deal with stuff However, you're a shining example of what it looks like to withstand the storm and still stand fully in who you are. It's beautiful. It's inspiring. And I just thank you for showing up for the listeners and for for all of us and for the world.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that. And what a pleasure um, it is to be here and share these um, with each other and, and whoever's listening. So. Thank you so much for your um, graciousness of having me and your generosity and your enthusiasm. Um, It's been a pleasure. I really enjoyed connecting here with you. Um,
0: Wonderful. Thank you. And my little Hearts Unleashed people, thank you so much for listening in. We love you. Go live the life you love. Thank you for listening to Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. Love you guys. Tune in till next time. Today's Hearts Unleashed episode is brought to you by Conscious Ink Temporary Tattoos. Of course, these are no ordinary tats, and Conscious Ink is no ordinary tattoo company. In fact, they are not a temporary tattoo company at all. They're a conscious company that utilizes temporary tattoos, hats, and everything they can get their hands on to support people on their path. Conscious Ink Manifestation Temporary Tattoos consist of a dream list of positive words, inspiring quotes, healing affirmations, and empowering invitations. Even at the most basic level, these messages can have a profound effect by simply reminding us of our intentions as we go about our day. Every Conscious Ink Manifestation Tattoo has been thoughtfully designed specifically to convey the essence of the word, quote, or affirmation. I was personally excited to see they have a temporary tat that I permanently have on my ankle. This too shall pass. Another benefit of temporary tattoos is that they do pass. You can change them as often as you change your mood or as you shift from one intention to another. Conscious ink tattoos are safe, non-toxic, and exceed the safety standards of the US, FDA, Canada, and the EU made in the USA that contain no animal products or test on animals. So be sure to grab your Conscious tattoo that keeps you on your path and motivated to create a life you love. You have been listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, I hope that you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you take it into your life and take the next action on your dreams. For more information, check out heartsunleashed.com or find me on Facebook at Abigail Gazda and Instagail at Instagram to keep the adventure going.